On today's Good Word, we're talking about finding life where there seems to be none. Of all the symbols surrounding Easter, none is more firmly entrenched than the egg. Whether the eggs are made of brightly colored plastic, chocolate, or are just hard-boiled and dyed, that recognizable shape is everywhere during the season. Eggs have been a symbol of rebirth for thousands of years across the globe, with the Christian tradition adopting them specifically for Easter during the Middle Ages. For all of their normality in daily life, eggs are somewhat mysterious. Without giving away what's going on inside, somehow these hard little objects produce new life from something that could be called rock-like. Only when the shell is broken is the new life revealed from something that seemed dead to the naked eye. Humans don't hatch from eggs like birds do, but we too go through a cycle of rebirth from something lifeless. One of the great promises of Jesus Christ and His atonement is that of the guarantee of a resurrection. No matter what state our bodies are in, at the time of the Lord's coming once again to the earth, all people will be restored to a perfect form. This is made possible by the fact that Jesus Himself cast aside death during His lifetime, bridging the gap between life and death and allowing us to eventually follow. This is the promise of Easter. Not only did Jesus live again, but we and all who we love will as well. Doctrine and Covenants section 42 describes this relationship between life and death thanks to Jesus. We develop irreplaceable bonds in life that don't disappear in death, meaning they can only be completely fulfilled through resurrection. Thou shalt live together in love, insomuch that thou shalt weep for the loss of them that die, and more especially for those that have not hope of a glorious resurrection. And it shall come to pass that those that die in me shall not taste of death, for it shall be sweet unto them. Separation from loved ones will continue to be painful, no matter our understanding of God's plan and power. But we find comfort in the surety of the Lord's promises. Later on in Doctrine and Covenants section 63, more is revealed about the circumstances of the resurrection. Here the universality and the permanence of this act is emphasized. Yea, and blessed are the dead that die in the Lord from henceforth, when the Lord shall come and old things shall pass away and all things become new, they shall rise from the dead and shall not die after, and shall receive an inheritance before the Lord in the holy city. We may suffer from pains and bodily afflictions in this life, but those will not follow us into the next. The Lord's simple promise is one of complete renewal to an ideal state. Resurrection is a gift of all of the Father's children, whether or not they've chosen to follow Him during their lifetimes. The sacrifice of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane and on the cross were preludes to His triumph over death three days later. Through that triumph, old things can become new and life can come from death. Jesus arose from a grave that was sealed and lifeless. Through his power, we're promised the same. Just as the guards didn't see what happened within the tomb, we may not see all the inner workings of this transition, but the new life that emerges will be undeniable. And that's the good word. <laughs>